We are actually known for our psychiatric ward, just so you Where's know. Where's your psychiatric ward? On Ralston Avenue. It's huge. It's really? like huge. You've never been there? I've, Let's go there, right? I've, I've checked it out there. at least three times. You'll get a chance to scare your sister. I drove up there with my friends, and then we saw this guy on the roof. And then the next day on the news, we saw he had escaped, and like they were on the lookout for him. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite an effort. He really, he really gives it his all. Okay, I'm going to do an intro. Okay. And I'll introduce you guys. Okay. Don't introduce me, just introduce them. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you. Just the backdrop. That's our producer, Pam Okay, can I start? Hey guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish, your favorite podcast in the whole world. I'm Christina, your host, and Nina's not with me again this week, but I have a lot of guests with me right now. I'm with my mom. Say hi, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> That's my mom, Pam. And then with um, my friend, Jake. Say hi. Hello. And Mike. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so creepy and then my sister's here jenny say hi hi <laughs> and her boyfriend kenton say hi kenton hello we have so many people and now they're being super quiet and okay have any of you ever listened to a podcast before no yes yes what what podcast have you listened to mom yours you've never listened to my podcast. yes i have what episode I, I'm I'm old. I don't remember the episodes, but I sit and I listen to some of the stuff you do. I don't believe you. I I've listened to it. I've listened to it with your father, and I've listened to it too by myself. Can you one of one you listen to? We started the first one. I remember that. The one with Kaylin. And <laughs> I, I I remember you, the three of you. I I, I I'm an old woman, and I have a lot of stuff that I think about. <laughs> oh do you know what a podcast is? Yeah. I didn't, but now I do. Okay. Okay, what podcast have you listened to? Uh, usually, like, Earthquakes ones. Er- what? It's, <laughs> Not it's my earthquake, like a sports Yeah, this, oh, this soccer team. Like, we got a 5.2 guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm in like the room ones. when... Yeah, I'm in the room when they're being recorded. 5.0. Mm-hmm. Oh. Have, and no soccer like boys. my grade point average. Oh my god! <laughs> no, Thank I, you. It's been great. <laughs> were you guys smart in high school? Define smart. smart. Define yeah. smart. Um, what was your GPA? <laughs> what? That's you. Re- you're really I asking a GPA. Yeah, what was your GPA? Yeah, mom, what was your GPA? Eight point eight. That's good. That was actually mine. Did for you college. take the APs? No, that was way. No, that stuff didn't exist in my world. What? Everybody what went didn't to college. Exist? Everybody got to college. There was no. There was AP classes, but it didn't affect you getting into college. Really, it was just AP. You just were above other people. No, I took no AP classes. You're just above. You're automatically above people. No, it was, it was a weird. It was interesting thing. Okay, just so to clarify. This is how we know everybody. Jenny went to high school with Mike and Jake, but apparently they didn't become friends until after high school, which I still don't understand. We well, Jake and I knew each other. Jake and I knew each other freshman year. You were in the same class. We were in the same math class. Jake sat behind me, and then you went. Okay, wait, pause. I, and then yeah. you went on a date. Okay, pause. I remember that you went on a date, and then we like, did not like, go on a date. I don't you know. You went somewhere with Jake. Date, oh, we went to a dance senior year. That was it. 
Well, later, later. Well, friends. yeah. Because Can I interrupt, Christina? Your guests are going to go from 20,000 like 50 <laughs> one podcast. No, I think it's funny. <laughs> so you guys didn't go on a date. You went to dance together. Like, in Winter January. formal, to be precise. Oh, I remember. Formal? Yes. Winter, winter formal. Okay, so I won my just, ticket for free. I bought my own ticket. You, you make it so act like a dance. Like you just went to like <laughs> I don't remember that, free to be ticket? honest with you. <laughs> I actually I think you were dressed up. I kind of remember that. that it was formal. It was a okay, green dress. You keep calling it a dance. Yeah, I like it was like a weekend dance. It was on no, they said it, it was Saturday formal. night at the Hiller Aviation Museum. <laughs> it was cold, so. Oh my God. Okay, and then so then, how did you become friends with Mike? What happened, if I remember correctly, is like we would hang out in the same room at lunch, but we weren't like friends. And then one time, I think. We were walking back to our cars, and we just kind of started talking. And then I was like, "You want to go toss around a football or something?" And I then, called you one time. I called somehow his house, I can't actually. imagine you, you called my house. Football. I called your house. <laughs> and I, I used to go meet <laughs> I don't and on the weekends. I think I went like once or twice. Okay, wait. Yeah. Where Where did you guys go to college? I went to the Harvard of uh, <laughs> of uh, Sonoma Wine Country, Sonoma <laughs> State. I went to the Stanford of the San Joaquin Valley. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Fresno State, you guys. And did you like it there, both of you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, don't spit out your drink. <laughs> She's literally falling over. Oh, oh my God. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. The school was... Isn't it like all girls? It was so like 70% it. girls, yeah. But she it's... Yeah, it's... Like the fact there was a small school was, um, it was good because it was small class sizes and you got to know everybody, but then like drama tended to spread. So if you like were dating one person and then you, you know, you stopped talking to them, like the next person that you would start dating, they're like, oh, I heard you knew this person. Yeah. You like couldn't avoid it because everybody knew It's like everyone. high school again. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't like that. What was it like at Fresno? Well, like, you know, you see. Sonoma State, which is all girls. I think Fresno State was mostly all animals. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What kind of animals? <laughs> Party animals. <laughs> there was actually a pretty big agricultural community in Fresno. So, like, we had, like, a um, a farm on campus that would, like, raise cattle. And they actually would sell the meat and all that stuff. And That's cool. That's great. Then, because I was in the enology program, so they had a bunch of fields of, like, grapes and the students would make wine stuff like that so it was big on the agriculture okay what did you guys m- major in uh, i majored in enology which is basically the like the study of winemaking or the chemistry of winemaking actually studied that oh yeah. i actually did graduate too no i surprising <laughs> <laughs> to everyone else what about you i was business oh okay and tell everybody what you do now well jake's unemployed now <laughs> <laughs> You ever see that person sits on the corner with his guitar case open? Well, at least you're not at Home Depot. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. He's considered it, though. <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm i the PR manager for the San Jose Earthquakes of Major League Soccer, so I oversee like communications for the team. I get to travel with them all around North America, um, work closely with the players and coaches, and uh, just make sure that you know the team's being talked about and being put in a good light as much as possible. And so then do you get, like, free stuff? Yes. What kind of stuff? Like tickets and swag and stuff? Yeah, I have season tickets, and I'm, like, 
considered, I guess, part of the technical staff. Um, staff. So I get like all the the same stuff as like the team. Yeah. Ooh, that's cool. And then what do you do? So I work for Ridge Vineyards, a winery. So my official title is uh, assistant ma- assistant manager for sales and hospitality um, at the Montebello location, which is in Santa Cruz Mountains. So I pretty much just manage our, our taste room and sales staff and put on big events for the winery. So it's a lot of fun. So do you know, like, all the wines, like, if you were blindfolded and you're taste testing it, do you know them all? Well, that's a, that's, I mean, the, the answer to that's hard because there's so many wines. I, they, I guess it'd be actually no because there's so many different wines. I'd, I'd have a hard time really guessing it. I mean, if you were to put like a few wines and say it's between like Cabernet, you know, Zin and, and, and Pinot, a little more general questions, I could probably guess the varietal. But if it comes to like which which location <laughs> we're talking about, you know, what, what soil type would be, it'd be tough. So. Okay, what made you want to study that? Were you it's a big wine kind of drinker a long, in high school? It's actually a long story. He had honest. a vineyard growing in his backyard it's in a, high school. What? It's a long yes. story. Wait, what do you mean? high school yearbook next to a vineyard. That's because I knew, uh, yeah, because yeah, Justine at the time like wanted something to fill like the the yearbook. She so. picked you. She picked me. Yeah, I was a winner. <laughs> Wait, you were you had a vineyard in your backyard? Yeah, we had a project. My my dad and I just just a random project. We wanted to build a vineyard in the backyard. So. Going deeper into this, when I was younger, I used to be into gardening. I used to love to garden when I was like 10, 12, 15 years old. And so my great-grandfather... my great grand, 12, 15. Yeah, just, just every time I hit that year, I was really into gardening. So, no, my great-grandfather, who's still around, uh, we would actually, like, compete against each other when we uh, grew pumpkins. Kind of random, but we grow okay. giant pumpkins, and we have a competition um to see like who grew the most heaviest pumpkin even though we grew up kind of in like a suburban city area i was always into farming and so um one of the things i did after uh growing pumpkins was i wanted to do a vineyard so we I, we started a vineyard and it grew grapes with my dad and i think at a young age i did like have wine i enjoyed it mm-hmm. and i did enjoyed gardening and kind of put two and two together and I thought it was interesting that, like, I think wine's the, the one of the few agricultural products that, pers- you know, preserves a certain time in a season, and you can enjoy it for many years to come. So it's like, it's like history in a bottle, you know? Right. So I think it was just interesting for me, um, and I kind of, I had interest in it, so my great-grandfather actually told me I should get a job at a winery. I was like, oh, that's actually not a bad idea, and so I, I did. Um, I got a job at Dominico Wines, which is in San Carlos, and I kind of fell in love with working in the wine industry when I was in high school, and so it's kind of what happened. I don't, I don't know like why I wanted to start it, but I just did. And but you were already in college studying the whole wine thing, so it was in parallel. No, I started in high school. in high school? I started like when I was a sophomore well, yeah. in high school. So like, then, what were you doing and exactly? And then after I, when I, was a, when I was like a junior year, I had to think about where I was going to apply to college. I think it was junior year. And what your major would be. Yeah, and so my parents forced me to go to a college fair, and I went there, and I saw a school that had, like, a banner of, like, vines, like, grapevines. Yeah. And so I was like, whoa, this is kind of cool. cool. And I just put two and two together, and it kind of just, like, I decided to to go there, and that was was it, so. 
And you were accepted, and you got into it, and I was accepted life went somehow, on. So, yeah. yeah. Well, Wait, so like, what were you? What exactly were you doing in high school? Like, like at the winery? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, when the grapes first came in, well, actually, we did harvest. Do you like, stomp I actually, them? I no, no. I would go to like a vineyard that my the owner uh, had, and we'd actually would harvest the grapes. We would truck them into the winery, which was in San Carlos on Industrial Road uh-huh. there. Like right across the street from Twenty Four Hour Fitness, and we just like crush the. We'd spend like With many many hours there. No, no, like there was like there's actually Damn. a crushing facility. Oh. They throw it in there and it would crush, and then we'd uh, ferment it and then put it in barrels. So it was like the whole process of making wine, bottling the wine, labeling the wine. That's actually really cool. So I did that like throughout all high school. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay, so switching gears, you guys. I want you to tell the most embarrassing story about the other person that you know. Well, Jake, I think, told that story <laughs> earlier today. Let's tell it me. again. You want me to tell it again? Yeah, oh, or if you have another one. Yeah, it wasn't even that bad. Uh, all right, I'll tell, a different, I'll tell a different story. Okay. Wait, I want to know about some, him sleeping in the driveway. That's the one he had to Yeah, that's where, gonna, yeah. Oh, that's where okay, I was going to... Oh, okay, okay. That's great. Good. So... Uh, Mike working at a winery here, he knows a lot of people that are, you know, big into alcohol. So I guess he's got this one coworker or somebody that decides to make his own like moonshine. Oh god. So he gives him this little bottle, this little harmless bottle of stuff, and it's got like a, a cheap um label maker sticker on it that says Buffalo Trace. So obviously I think we were either just out of college. I, I think we we're we were like within a year at a college and we're like, Oh great. Like free alcohol, you know? And, and the stuff was supposed to be strong. We're like, great. You know, we'll take advantage of this. So we took like two shots, like really didn't go overboard, went out uh, to the bars and both of us just blacked out like immediately. That stuff hit us like a train. Was it just you guys or are you with like other people? It was us. Uh, It was just us. Okay. Yeah. So somehow we, we ended up getting back home. I think we, I think it was an Uber. It could have been a ma- at, at that <laughs> point. It could have been a magic carpet. I don't know. We <laughs> may have That's walked great. home. We oh don't know. God. So I, I like kind of remember like stumbling out of an Uber, and we're walking down my driveway, which is like fairly long and and steep. And at some point, he says to me, he like mumbles like, <laughs> "I don't feel good. I'm just gonna hang out here for a little bit." So I was like, "All right." So I go inside. And I guess in my drunken state, I locked the door behind me. <laughs> and I just went right to bed, fell asleep. <laughs> and Mike was just locked out, ended up sleeping in the driveway. Oh, my, God. Oh my goodness. And like on the ground? Like on the hard, Man, cold cement. Yeah. And then, uh, did you even try and go in? I I, I think Maybe. he I think he did, and then like, he realized the door was locked, and then was just like, "I'm just gonna sleep." I, found, oh I felt I felt I found like a nice part of the pavement. <laughs> yeah, a soft part of the pavement. And then I just I remember like hearing a knocking on the window. It must have been seven, eight in the morning, and I walked over to the door, and I opened it. And he's just standing there. I was like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I slept in your driveway because you oh locked me out. <laughs> that was uh, a bad night. Oh yeah, that was pretty no funny. blankets or a pillow or anything. No, I, I just slept in the driveway. That's yeah. not really embarrassing, though. 
That's just like uh, I feel like that's more like that's worse more, for you. Yeah, on Jake's part. Yeah. Yeah, Jake, that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then I'll have to think because I don't. Nothing really. Embarrassing. Yeah, embarrassing. I don't know. It's okay. It's okay. Do yeah. you have anything? Not Jenny, do you have Ever- any about them? About them? Mm-hmm. Embarrassing. She was. Mom, do you have one? About these guys? Yeah. No. We've only partied with her so many times, so it's hard to that many. No, other than that bathroom incident. What? Oh, the See, bathroom incident. Let's talk about the bathroom incident. Oh I don't know if that would be embarrassing. I just think that... No, that wasn't embarrassing. Was what just, was the bathroom incident? Human. It's a human... Yeah. It's a human side of us. It's a college incident. What happened? Which time? So yeah, which times. time are we talking about where I passed out here? It's <laughs> been passed out once. I don't well, I know uh, I said that may, earlier maybe. too. You and I were with him in the restroom. Um, he didn't feel good. And we went to the restroom and and Jake kept saying, I'm gonna get sick. And Mike and I okay, go ahead. We're just like laying we were all on the floor in the bathroom. And was that at our house or in San Right here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, I think, Jenny's 21st birthday. I think that was yeah. like the closest conversation we've had together. And I was going upstairs checking on Jen because Jen was not feeling good. And I kept saying to her, go get sick. You'll feel she better. You've got a ton of people downstairs. Well, we had a party going on. And here you and Jake, like two of the biggest party animals, are <laughs> freaking in bed. Wow. You're in bed. Jake's on the floor <laughs> in the bathroom with me and Mike. And I'm like, Mike, what do we need to do? He goes, nothing. Just come here. Let's just talk. And we're just like trying to. So we what talk did you guys talk Jake's about? Head the whole time. <laughs> no, his head wasn't toilet. Remember, he would lay on the floor and then he'd get up and he'd get over the toilet. And then we're like, okay, it's going to happen. And I'm going to leave. <laughs> and then he lay back down. No, he only like did it like once or twice. I don't even think he did it that much. Yeah. Mike and I offered to come over early and help set up for the party. <laughs> yeah. And the keg was right there. And. Jim made and, you and get into it. Decided they wanted us to be the first ones yeah. to have a drink, and one led to I don't eight no, or nine. We, and we didn't give you enough food. I, was in the I mean, it's fr- it doesn't oh matter. God. We didn't give you enough food, but what it was fun. I mean, the beauty of it was we sat in the bathroom. We have a big bathroom <laughs> on the floor and watched little poor Jake be sick. But we had a lot of conversation. We did, yeah. And I kept leaving to go check on Jen. And I come back, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could, you give me my, your advice, right? And I go back mm-hmm. up. And it all ended up good. Everybody was happy when they left. And to this day, they're still sending us emails about how great life is. What? <laughs> Who's sending you emails about how I'm great joking. life is? <laughs> I'm joking. Okay, wait. In your college days, how often were you um, getting that drunk? Oh, boy. How many days in the week are there? <laughs> no, I actually college days. Yeah, mm-hmm. not not that often. I mean, we probably drank like once a weekend, but it, mm. it usually didn't go overboard. That, okay, that often. Gotcha. Interesting. So, <laughs> don't fall asleep, mom. How what about you? What were you like in college? Did you guys party, or were you too busy studying? You're you studied a lot. Uh-huh. Are you are you <laughs> cognizant? <laughs> I'm just thinking back to what you said. I had a little party side to me. But um I faked drinking a lot. 
I bought. What do you mean you faked? I told you that, guys. In high school, it started in high school. Um, I never liked alcohol. Yeah. And so when? Well, that changed. Well, yeah, forty. Forty. Oh, I knew she was gonna say that. Fortieth birthday. Fortieth birthday was a big deal. I'll never forget your fortieth birthday. My fortieth birthday is a big deal. But. You know, no, in high school, I would get a beer, go in the bathroom, empty the beer, fill it with water, and then come out and pretend like I was drinking beer. Why? Because I hated beer. Well, why didn't you just not drink? People make fun of you if you didn't have a beer in your hand? I need to fit in. I had to fit in. Hmm. That's part of fitting in. You had to have a beer in your hand. If I walked around with a a red cup or a a glass of water, I would have been, I would didn't fit in. So that's kind of sad. Do you well, feel like? Do you guys think like that? If I somebody was not drinking, I my water cups up with margaritas. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're talking 40 years ago, so it was a different. It was. I different. know. I'm curious. <laughs> we had our parties were um, keg parties, and everybody drank beer. Mm-hmm. And so, I, if we were at a keg party, I'd get the red cup and I'd go to the bathroom and fill it with water. I didn't like beer. I, I guess did, that's I, pretty smart. I didn't drink. I just didn't drink. I never drank in high school, to be honest. Did your friends? I drank like once or twice, and I was done with it. Yes. I had a lot of friends that drank. A lot of people drink. But our, our alcohol at that point was beer. Everybody drank beer, and I wasn't a beer drinker. Well, isn't it? I mean, what was your alcohol? <laughs> I mean, colors. Isn't it always like anything? Like really I think you guys. Yeah. Anything. Oh, we drank that other thing. Not moonshine, liquor, but that um, Glen Ellen or... I don't know, some Glen weird Ellen. thing. Some uh, weird what? thing. You drank in college is Glen Ellen? No, there's some Glen weird Fittich? thing that had, um, I have to think about that. What's what? that? Not some moonshine kind of thing. It was weird. I, d- I only drank it once or twice. But you could buy it. It was Ever already clear? mixed alcohol in a bottle. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Wait. Okay, I want to talk about um, the dating apps. Wait, so have you, have you used Tinder? Yeah, I've used Tinder and... Have you used Bumble? Bumble. I think, yeah, that's the main ones. Have keep, you? Keep going. I know, <laughs> I know there's more on your list. What else? I'm like trying to think of the other there's ones. There's the, what, OkCupid. Co- coffee, coffee meets bagel or something what about like that. Yeah, there's Coffee events meets bagel. And adventures? I never used that one. What is that? Okay, I don't, I don't get that, though. What's Events and Adventures? So it's East Bay app, and oh my God, if I were single, I'd be on that in a minute. What? It's about... <laughs> Meet you just meet people and you have fun. They do all these events and you can sign up for what you want to do, and it's not about matching you with somebody. It's about being around people that have similar interests. Mm-hmm. And so, in my and what I've always found fascinating with that is that if you're around people that have similar interests, you may not be connected to that person, but they might know somebody who's connected to what you like. So it's not like you've never heard of that. Is that like more for like older people? I don't know. They've had numerous marriages. Events and adventures, you've never heard of that? No. Well, you all should get on it because... Kenton, what do you want to say? They advertise on the radio all the time. Oh, okay. So nobody might ever yeah. hear that. There's also well, Farmers like Mingle. Seven. There's what? Farmers Mingle. Farmers Only. Farmers, farmers Only, yeah. That's, 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 that's another... It's a solid dating site. Is that site. like Moo, a Macau, or what does that only mean? What? Only farmer you can go on. Yeah. How do they verify that? There's, um, yeah. Wait, have you ever used dating apps? Yeah. Which ones? Tinder and Bumble were. Well, there was Zeusk also. Never used that one. What's that? That never. one was trash. I don't yeah. think I ever talked to anybody on that. But I used Tinder and Bumble. 
Like um, when? Uh, I first got an iPhone when I graduated college. That late? It would have. It would wait, have. Wait, wait. That oh, late? Oh, sorry. An iPhone, not a cell phone. Uh, sorry. iPhone. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, I had a. Whoa. I had a cell phone all the way back to high school, but yeah, I definitely didn't. I didn't have like Tinder or anything in college. That would have probably changed a lot of things. How so? Well, you would have just. You would have just met, like, the way the school was set up. Everybody was either you either lived on campus or you lived within like a mile of campus. Yeah. So if you had an app that could just show you everybody that was within like a two mile radius like i could have seen the whole school yeah but it's not like you needed like tinder though for like college i didn't really use it during college because you're around so many people mm-hmm. it was wasn't it, like, it was probably would have made things was it awkward a thing when you were in college when it was, it honestly, I don't even remember. when we were going to college, like in the middle, it uh-huh. was just starting. I think when we were like oh. sophomores, like it was like a fresh like idea, mm-hmm. like the whole online dating were thing. Were your friends using it? It was so new. At, yeah. uh, until like I was like a, I think a senior in, or a junior or senior year, people started talking about using it. Okay. So Yeah, so, I, I used it for like the first couple years I was out of college. And did you like it? Jake liked it. <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> did you uh, did you ever act? Mom, are you asleep? <laughs> <laughs> are you? Did you ever actually meet like meet up with somebody through it? Yeah, few people. <laughs> we know what's yeah. weird about. Here's the thing about online dating that's just so super strange, is that like you know if you're walking by a girl and you know she's single, you're not gonna be like, oh, how are you doing? Like, how's your day? Like, typically you just wouldn't walk up to a random person. Yeah. But then like with this idea of of like just matching in this place where everyone's just seeking somebody mm-hmm. then it's like so okay to be like oh how's your day going yeah and like you know what i mean like in that it, it has too. to be in that pla- <laughs> it has to be in that platform for someone to talk to someone you know yeah the thing is kind of weird i don't know like do you think it's g- g- like good for what, online dating yeah i think it's from what I've seen and from our generation, I don't see it being a great thing because it, it makes people so, like, well, that's one one thing for sure. But, like, it makes people so dispensable. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Super, yeah it's super superficial. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it makes people really superficial, and yeah. I think that's one of the, the negatives of it. It obviously makes it easy to talk to girls for people who maybe have a hard time doing that, but yeah. the results I don't think is that great. Well, I feel like everybody who's on it is like, well, I don't know. Do you feel like there's a difference? But I don't know if there's a difference between like the way people use it who are my age and the way people use it who are your age. I feel like like when you're older, like out of college, people are more serious about it. Honestly, Does that make sense? Like, everybody in college who's using it is just like a joke. Like, I don't know. I mean, what do you use your cell phone for? You pass time, right? Lots of yeah. It's, it's kind of... I think a lot of people just use it to keep themselves entertained. I mean, it's nice to, if you are single, you know, it's nice to just talk to somebody. And mm-hmm. I think people just use it for that, you know? Yeah, I would say when I when I had it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, when I had it, I was more like, I'd be sitting on the couch watching TV, kind of bored with my roommates. <laughs> and we would like sit there and just swipe. And you're not even really like thinking. You're not like, oh my God, I'm going to marry this girl. Yeah. So it's more just like trying to pass the time. Uh, Do you have any friends that have, um, like, found their significant other through dating apps? I don't know of anyone, but I've I've heard of stories, but it's so few and far between. Jenny, wait, who do you know? I know one of my friends from 
middle school. He met his significant other through it. Are they like? Um, They've been dating uh, two years. Okay. Living together now. Okay. Um, and then I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day, and I know somebody else, but I, I can't remember who it was because I knew like two or three people that have been together with their significant other for like two or three years. Yeah. But it's. I think the big thing about it is, you have to. You're lucky if you meet somebody who has the same intentions as you. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. the problem. Yeah, it's I like, think it's a huge, Some people are using it just to find someone to hook up with, and some people are just using it to find someone to text to have companionship. Yeah. And there are some people, people are trying to be serious. Right. And both of them, like the couple that comes to mind instantly, she had just graduated college, mm-hmm. and she was in the East Coast, and she was coming back home to you know the West Coast, and he had been out of college for like a year and he was trying to meet girls and so they were both in a spot of life where they you know they were looking for somebody yeah but i feel like a lot of people already don't like i feel like in the old days you would graduate college and the intention was you know you find somebody or even in college you find someone that you're going to date and you're going to marry and then you're going to have a family and then you're going to have kids you know what mm-hmm. i mean and that was just how life was. But now there's a lot more uh, variation to life where people our age don't necessarily want to get out of college and get married and have a family right away. They People want to build their careers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it, not everyone's on the same timeline. You yeah. know what I mean? So it it's hard to find people who have the same expectation. Yeah. Especially on the, the dating mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Um, and, apps. And I, would, I think Mike would agree with me, like, with the free ones like Tinder and Bumble and all that, there's so little, like, you're not really invested into it. So you can, like, start talking to someone and then the next day just, like, immediately stop talking to them because yeah. there's there's no connection. Ghost. But I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think with, with things like Match or eHarmony or something where you, it's, like, a paid service. Yeah. Like, if you're at that point, you're like, okay, if I don't find somebody by 30, I'm going to join one of these sites. You're paying Is that for- what you guys have decided for yourselves? <laughs> is that I always say. Is that- well, I'm sure a lot of people probably, you know. Do you guys have friends who are like on Harmony and Match who like pay for it now? Or is everybody I like, wait, is everybody like, I wait, people use it. my cousin actually met her husband on Match, I think. Like, how old is she? Probably about 30. Okay. I have one when friend- did she meet him? When did she meet him? Uh, a few years ago. <laughs> but uh, no, my my whole point was like, if you're paying for a site like that, you're you're investing because you you're paying. Right. Yeah. You're not just gonna like casually like flip through somebody's profile and be like, oh, they're kind of interesting. Yeah. Like you would actually pursue talking to them, and then if you don't like them, then you move on to someone else. But Tinder, it's like so easy to just swipe and then be like, you there's know, just no forget. Risk. There's no risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I need to say a couple things. Okay, let's hear it. So I have a sibling who is oh, oh geez. later in oh, life. <laughs> so I, these dating things I think are cool. I don't know a, love, a lot about them because I don't yeah. connect with them. But um, I know that this person has paid a lot of money yeah. to get on these dating sites. And has been very explicit about who who they want to date mm-hmm. as far as height and um 
you know, their their um, interests. Oh, okay. and and this person has done this a few times. Put a lot of money out front, and then once they're hooked, months go by before they get people that connect with him. And the people they connect him with are nothing compared to their his application. Okay. Well, there's the thing. I mean, I, but we're it's an I'm talking an older group. Yeah. Okay. I'm I get talking it. people that are 45 and older. Well, but it sounds like he's he's training like a job interview. Yeah. This there's is, no like just just true chemistry. He's like whoever this person is is checking off boxes. No, no. I but like the com- <laughs> the the sites that he's going to are saying you need to give us this information of what you want. Mm-hmm. And we'll match you. And then they bring people that are nothing to do with what he matched. Okay, but this is what I don't like about these, like, apps and sites and stuff. It, like, it, like, creates this idea that somebody can just be like, this is exactly what I want a person. Like, bring me my ideal person. That's not real life. Yeah, that's no not real effort. They just want somebody to be brought to them. Like, okay, like, but I have to go but, out But anymore. he says, I want somebody who, I'm okay with one child. And I'm okay with somebody who... But I want somebody who's active or whatever. And then they connect him with somebody who has four kids. Uh-huh. Well, they're very active keeping up with the kids. <laughs> well, sure. no, no, but it's like totally the opposite of everything that, that he's asking. I want somebody who's under 45, and I'm yeah. giving you something, somebody who's 50. Who I want somebody within 30 miles of me, and they're giving me something who's some 75 miles. And to re- yeah. create a relationship... I need somebody 30 miles because... Well, maybe there's nobody like that matches his specific, like, what he's saying. You, you'd have to go deeper and see how the site works. Yeah. No, no, just... and I agree with that. My, my issue is my that point. they're, like, you they're charging so... you big bucks, and they're saying, this is all we've got, or this is what we've got. Mm-hmm. But um, what are they supposed to do? Create a person out of thin air? Well, I think that, that's a, why he can't go on there being like, "This is the only type of this is." That's the problem. Like people are going on there being like, "This is the only type of woman, woman I'm going to date." Well, they and if they're not there, then but, like. But the issue is when you sign up for these these sites, they ask you, "What do you want?" Like, I know, but what are they? What are you attracted to? What does he want? So they're telling you what you're saying it. So as a person paying money. You're expecting the site because you're paying thousands of dollars or whatever to meet your expectation, and then they come back and they throw somebody at you that has nothing. But to what do. are they supposed to do if that they need to be honest? Expectation. They should be honest. This is all we have. Well, it's a, it's a it's a website. It's not. <laughs> I also feel like we're though in a like society's kind of in a state of like instant gratification. Yeah. Yes. And sure. then to go along with that is if you. I feel like some people, especially with these dating websites, like they are very particular. Yeah, exactly. And very critical. And if they don't get like, it's like a per like, exactly what they're looking for. They just kind of give up. Yeah. And I think what was nice about before technology was people met organically. Yeah, exactly. And you would probably, you know, you'd meet through friends of a friend and. You would you network. And, yeah, you network. You network. You I mean, network. But now people don't feel like they have to even try. Right. But the difference is that when you're paying, like, there's a lot of dating sites out there where you pay like four or five thousand dollars, or are you? Really, is it really that expensive? I have no yeah. idea. We How? guarantee you a two dates a month, and so you put out what you want. And the two dates a month that they're giving you, this is okay. this is an older group. This isn't your age group. Okay. And and the two people they're giving you are people that are like, are you serious? 
But can we just talk? Okay, I mean, what do you think about people who do that? I think people are very lonely and they're looking for connection and and like I just think that more people I think more people need to step up and try and do it the old fashioned way. That's the thing. Is that like just the old fashioned way now seems to be like the creepy way to do it. Yeah, people. thank that's you. The worst part thank of that. you. That's you, know? you are so on. Well, but here's here's the thing. So like I was so in, I was in a restaurant. Network. I was at a restaurant like a, about a month ago, and there was this family, it had nothing to do with dating, but it kind of connected in the sense yeah. that the it was a husband and a wife, and they had two kids, and the, and the two kids, which were like seven, eight years old, both had both had iPads, and they both had their earphones on. Mm. And there was no conversation at the table whatsoever. Oh, my God. I just had this conversation. But that's kind of how life is becoming. It's not about, like, the conversation and the organic start. It's just about, like, oh, what's your qualifications? How You know, just swiping through people. Well, it's all metrics at a certain point, mm-hmm. you know? So let me take that a step further. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm an older woman, and I've been through some things, and I'm not connected with the whole text thing. So I really feel across the board that we've lost God gave us the voice to speak mm-hmm. and with texting and emailing everybody is putting everything into writing and writing is the perception of how the interpretation of what's being written is one thing and the person who's writing it is another thing and you can give that to somebody and I've seen this so many times and they and three people can take what you wrote differently, mm-hmm. and we've really lost that whole thing of stop texting, pick up the phone, and have verbal communication. We were given a voice to talk. Yeah. Okay. And and so much is lost because we aren't talking. The intonation, the the whole meaning, it. it I see it with my work people. I see it personally, and. Per, I just have a huge issue right now with what we're texting. But like, what are we supposed to do? Like, I don't know how, how we get we out of it. Call. You just used to call. But it's like we live in a world that's so fast paced. Like, like you can't just every time I need, if I need to talk to you, I can't just call you. Yeah, you can. You say no, I can't. Like, think about just you and me communicating. What if you're in a meeting? I need to text you. So twenty minutes, at thirty minutes, <laughs> is it that big of a deal? No, so we become. But yeah, no, so I'm just that's saying. the problem. And and you know what? That isn't okay. Instant gratification isn't okay. It's not, but it's the world that we've created. Well, so, well, we it's okay, never going to no, be mom. good moving forward at yeah. the no, rate we're not, going because there's understand. so much misinterpretation. There's so much. There's so much. I I'm just telling you. In my work world, I've seen this. No, I'm not disagreeing with you, but you can't avoid it. It's not like us sitting here is going to change that. Like, prime example is the election. I mean, it was instant gratification. Everyone was sitting there and they're watching, and then everyone, you know, people were either upset or happy about the results. And what did everyone do? They automatically went to social media and they expressed their voice. So people, okay. have you're a taking voice. it on a global side. But I'm telling you, you're talking no. about dating websites. No. It's the same thing. No, I'm telling you. Well, we're, I'm going back from the dating thing. I'm telling you that from a, you have we, we have choices. We all have choices. And you can choose to text somebody or you can choose to say, I'm going to make a phone call. Or you just say, I need to talk to you about this instead of sending the text. And we've lost that ability to communicate. And I see it as a businesswoman. I see it in the world of interviewing. Okay, I agree. But don't you think also in today's world, like we like 
can't like how would the world function without like texting and emailing i think it's fine but i think you got to stop you got to everybody has to start pulling back and understanding what do you text about a yes or no question this and that but there's other things where you need to speak to it you need to verbally communicate yeah because there's emotion there's humanness in all this Mm -hmm. and and if you're not expressing that in a phone call or you know from person to person it gets lost things get misinterpreted because we're not speaking it we're not voicing it god gave us a voice for a reason he didn't a lot of people just text nowadays just like to pass the time like they might not be having like a conversation to 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 really finish something out or to schedule something they're just texting because they just think it's the right thing to do to, to pass the time. You and know? a yes and a no. But or also, talk to you later is okay. But, but when texting it's something, is never like yes or no. It's but when you're like, texting oh, you back and forth about, you know, some something that's going on, something vital mm-hmm. in your life or vital with your work world. Like in my work world, I'm like, people have sent me a text. I go, stop, call me. When you're free, call me. I don't want to do this through text. It's too much but energy. It goes back to, I feel like, like, everyone's always doing a million things at once like i can be talking to five people at one time and uh, in emailing and doing something else and doing work and get so much done at one time versus if i'm talking to somebody that's all i can do right then okay and i will push back at you that i appreciate that concept but guess what when you text something or you email something they the message is lost. Well, it depends what because, you're talking about. Well, in a no, lot I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying like that's the world we live in. I know. In. So And I think it sucks because so I we think all have people choices don't know how to be social. Need, need to make the <laughs> it's choice. It's true. I mean, we have to pull back and you have to assess what you're sharing and numerous times it needs to be verbally communicated. Why why are we so busy you can't pick up the phone and just leave a voice message? Hey, thinking about blah 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 and I don't know, I'm not comfortable with this blah blah blah. Get back to me. Why can't you do that? Why because it's is all it, about convenience. Like, for example, if, like, yeah. if you're What's in a voice message. What's the difference between calling somebody and telling them what you're feeling and, and letting them feel your expression than texting them what you're feeling? What's the no, difference? I get it. It's no, You get more quality when talking to someone because you're getting a feeling and a tone. Yeah. But when you're texting someone, like, you don't have to respond. You respond anytime you no, want. No, but anytime that... It, what I'm saying right now is there's things that have value to them. Yeah. There's things that are emotionally important okay mm-hmm. so if you're sending a text that, to me that's more than two sentences that's a phone call that's a phone call mm-hmm. i need to and you can that's, text but that's also a difference between like your generation i ours. get it i but get it but what i'm saying to you is your generation is doing this and what you're do what your generation is creating is this um lack of in interpretation or feeling of what's really going on because you guys are trying to move and i get it you're trying to move to this instantaneous response but so much is lost in a text and so much interpretation it's a it's called a lack of effort because (laughs) no yeah because when when if i were to call jake and have a conversation. He'd have to answer, and he had to stop what he's doing, and he had to give me exactly. a response. Okay, exactly. But there's at that times. Point. But there's times you need that. He doesn't. He doesn't have to answer the phone call. You can leave a message, and he can get back to you three hours later. But because later. people, people like that are younger that grew up that way texting, now it's awkward to call someone. Yeah. You're like you can't see no, them. So my point. It's a diff- I want to chime yeah, wait, wait. in here. Wait, wait, so stop. Change that. Okay, so right now the discussion is basically. <laughs> The value of a call versus a text. 
I bet you'd probably have a conversation with someone from the generation before you that says, why would you call someone? Why wouldn't you just go to their house and talk face to face? Yeah. So it all, it, it's going to, it's like a trickle down effect. So we'll probably talk to our kids and say, you know, why are you talking to this person through like a laser laser yeah. system instead of texting? So what yeah. I, but what you're missing, my point right now is I've seen this across the board in my work world, my personal world. You guys are texting. We text and we email. I've seen it in email. I saw it in email years ago. You write things. When you write things, people have a, they interpret it how they read it. Mm -hmm. And I can write something and I can mean one thing, text or email. And then I have Joey calling me and saying, what the hell? I go, what are you talking about? That's not what I did. Yeah, it gets lost. And so... It what gets, you mean lost. gets lost. That per, that voice, the verbal communication of things, is extremely important. And and if we're all, you know, it's scary. We're moving to this world, but guess what? That verbal communication, and I've seen it in my own workplace. It creates so much not only negativity but in ineffectiveness because people. This guy's taking it this way and he's doing something and I'm like, what are you what are you why what are you doing that? Why Okay, I'll shut up. No I can see your face. I'm fine. Okay, I'm like confused. Okay, if if that's how you feel, then how can you like support somebody using a dating website? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think dating websites certain ones you're just kinda reaching out and you're trying to make a connection. Like how can you get to know somebody like Oh, just over texting. I think we've got to the point, though, like when Jake started talking about like how it's weird, it, you know, like our parents' generation or even before that, like it was the norm to go to someone's house to like ask yeah. them out. If I were to go to someone's house right now and ask them out, like, it would be, you can be considered like pretty like, I'd be kind of creepy. Yeah. People would consider creepy. It's like n- nowadays with our newest generation, like trying to start a conversation just out of thin air and at like a, at a supermarket would be creepy. Like if I were to go yeah. to you and be like, hey, how are you doing today? And I didn't know you, like, like it'd be but yeah. back in the fifties, when you're like, you know, at a diner. Oh my god, don't go to the fifties. I'm an eighties woman, a nineties woman. I don't, like I disagree 80s. with you. I, you I, I don't talk. feel that's ever been lost. I don't feel it's ever been lost. What's if a man lost? wants to go about? to a woman and say, you know, I'm interested in you, and I'd love to take you out, you think yeah. that's stupid? If no, somebody did that today, it's different. Seriously. That's not a, okay. It's so you go, you're supposed to go to situation. a website to ask them out. Honestly, I disagree. I think that if you're a no, we I agree don't think, with you. On that. I think I agree with you. Yeah. In that sense, but well, no, I don't think people. I'm just trying to talk about what has changed. Yeah. No, I understand it's changed, but I still think there's a core value there of if you're attracted to somebody and you just say to them, you know, I'm. You know, it's it. Th- we're all human. There's a we're letting go of the human emotional side of us through mm-hmm. all this, this texting and it's we're i mean personally i just feel <laughs> i mean i, I felt it's very I when i was when i was in middle school which was only two years ago or 20, <laughs> <laughs> 20 i'm ago? 26 so back when i was maybe 12 it was a girl i liked in middle school i would call her house yeah and sometimes her dad or her mom would answer the phone and i would ask to talk to yeah. her and well, like, even when it's I was not that long ago. I mean, it was, you know, 10 to 15 years ago. I don't, 
like I wouldn't really do that now. Like for me but, but to, part to get of that is because you're older. So don't no, it's a different that. So let's let's take this a different direction. Okay. You, so you're married and you, you have a child who's thirteen years old. So what do you what would you like? You have a daughter. What would you expect? How, or twelve years old. What would make you comfortable? So if the kid is they texting would be texting. Her, okay. So <laughs> is that comfortable happening. as a parent for you? So if he he well, yeah because that's what I grew up with. The same way you grew up with what you probably be comfortable with what you grew up with. How old were you when you got a phone? I was in fifth grade. There you go. How, how old was I? When oh, I, I thought you were seventh grade. You're fifth grade. So that, that was me. I was. I was, a, I was in high school. But I, I got a phone because I was walking home. I was in fifth grade, and I wasn't allowed to get my phone number out to anyone until high school. But and remember middle school? Like I used to talk on the phone with people. Like remember the boys would call us at at home, and then like when texting was like texting didn't like come out until I was like later in middle school. And I didn't then, get texting till senior year yeah school. yeah so like and then when texting came out everybody was just texting nobody called anymore you didn't have it. because people no, don't want that because when we were talking on the phone your parents could check up the other line and listen i remember you guys would to like listen and like but the reason like online dating became so uh popular is because it's the easiest method of communication yeah the, the society's always going to go toward the easiest no, way. No, I know. And, so. and I understand that, but you're talking to an older age group. But I'm talk, I, And I was trying to go back to when your kids are call high school and junior high. So I feel at that age, they need to communicate. I feel they need to use their yeah, they skills. Yeah, they should. They should. Phones. You'd have to, they should. Cell phones had to be a lesser part of yeah. communication. But it's and never going to become. Kids now are literally getting cell phones when they're like the second grade. And Jenny, and the, and the do you see kids thing? at your middle school or at your elementary school with phones? How old are they? Um, fourth and fifth grade. Yeah. I, think. I mean, that's pretty well, young. A lot of the kids, like, I was in the um the third grade classroom, and they had the smart wa- They had the smart watches. Um, they, can you talk on a smart? Yeah, you can text on. <laughs> yeah, my first a uh, couple years ago, one of my students got in a fight with somebody and went into the bathroom and called their mom. Oh and my god. Mom, mom um. But, like, the kids are supposed to check in their phones at the office for during the school day. And I know, like, a lot of the parents give kids their phones, ki- give kids phones because, like, they're walking home. Yeah. A lot of parents aren't there to pick up their kids after school because a lot of, at least where I teach, you know, they're working two jobs and they're, so kids walk home and that's why they give to them. But, like, I was... I had some fifth graders come in and start talking to me, and they were like, "Did you know so and so was dating?" And they did a what? What was it called? A music? Video? No, music. <laughs> I mean, I felt officially old. Music prank? A lyric prank? What is that? A music prank? Lyric prank? I'm not exactly sure, but it's where you text you know someone the lyrics of a song. And all of your responses. Like, did you hear about the person that broke up with their significant other using the Hello song by Adele? No. Oh, no. yeah. So I guess it's like a thing now. Um, <laughs> and this is so weird. So yeah, the fifth graders, the fifth grade kids, they were coming in and they started talking to me and they told, they were telling me that so and so and so and so did it. And then it's a, they made it a YouTube video. The one kid um, who was doing the prank on the girl he was dating. I don't know how Wait, that's grade. like so sad. No, it's terrible. 
Because I know the kid, and he was, he, he I always thought he was a nice kid, but now I, I think he's a not very nice kid. He's, like, pulling a public prank on oh, the yeah. girl he's dating. It's one thing to, like, to, to do that and be mean, but yeah. then to publicly do it is just, I think, terrible. Um, it's, like, really scary. And you can tell that it's just the kids in the class that have watched the video because it's, like, 44 views or something, but it's. It's bad. I don't think kids should have phones at such a young age. No, I don't either. And that's the problem. It's like because kids grow up like that and then it gets like... Okay, like, I was talking to my friends about this. Like, college parties now, nobody talks to each other. Okay, exactly. Like, you go to parties and, like, if you talk to somebody you don't know, people think you're super weird. Okay, he just said that. That's creepy. And that's Which wrong. Is, yeah, that no, is it's so it's wrong. Stu- it's it sucks. is wrong, but you see why it's coming about, though. No, but it's so wrong because how can you have a relationship with anybody? Exactly. If you no. cannot talk to them to begin with, and you're doing this online, and then you mar- you connect with them, and you marry them, or you know you have a relationship with them, how do you learn to talk with them if you couldn't talk with them beforehand? I, I get the throng. No, we're I'm agreeing not with to you. Disagree with you. We're I'm just, just trying ex- to tell you where is this coming from. Right yeah. back to the story when those. Eight-year-old kids were just so. How do we change this? How do we get out of that? Well, I mean, I mean, parent. I mean, people have to stop doing it as a problem. Well, no. Number one, I'm gonna tell you right now. People need to stop. Parents with their children, children need to say, "You can text a yes or no. Otherwise, we are we're gonna have a conversation. I don't care how old you are, because I have friends who are giving their kids cell phones at second and third grade." Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm... So, the bottom line is, that's used for a yes or no texting. Anything other than that, we need to have a conversation. Cause, because I see it in my work world that people are losing the ability to communicate. Yeah. That verbally communicating is huge. Well, I just think it's scary, like... Because I see it with people my age, it's really bad. And, like... But for kids who now are in second grade, they're literally growing up their whole lives. Right. So That's by the time worse. they get in college, so, yeah. So what's gonna happen when they're so, in college? And what's interesting to me is I grew up in a world where public speaking was really hard, but you had to take those classes in high school, right? And then in college, and it was hard. I mean, I remember just doing things and falling apart because I had to public speak. But it's gonna get even worse, yeah. Because because I at least talked, and public speaking was hard. But they're not talking; they're just texting, and texting is a whole different. You know, a written communication is a whole different feeling than verbally okay. having to express yourself. So I just want to like, okay, wait. So you like feel very strongly that you don't like this whole texting stuff. Like, I'm okay with texting in for certain situations. Yes or no? Yeah. Okay. I. What, what about love letters? What if we were able to communicate our emotions through text? Would that be okay? Yeah, mom. What about yeah, love letters? So used to do in the old days. Yeah, I mean, texting should be. Yeah, te- what what's happened to me with texting oh. <laughs> is texting's become the acceptance of day-to-day communication. Text and email to me is like you said, it's a letter. And if you have anything more than a yes or a no or a um, you're having a little like four or five com- uh, sentences of struggle with somebody or you know, hey Sally, da da, do you want to meet here? Why don't you just pick up the phone and call? Because that helps you communicate. It helps you. It teaches you interaction, and we're losing that. We're. I see that. I see that with the people. That but I'm I don't hiring. get it. if you feel this strongly about it. How How are you so like? How can you like support 
the person doing like the online dating thing this is why i have such a big problem with online dating well online dating is different to me than texting well, how is it different? i've had people text me and i say i want to talk to you just call me okay i've done that to numerous people in my life but how is online dating different because it's teaching people that they don't have to learn to go up to somebody and talk to them i think online dating is a tool to find a little connection and then most online datings are you have to do verbal communication one-on-one the lunch thing you go and you spend an hour the it you you're still you're still having to go and talk to them it's not it's totally different to me online dating with is it's a um this is a vehicle to to make the connection. Well, and and texting one, is a vehicle. But too. see. But no, texting. No, my different. The difference is texting has become a way of life for people, and and it shouldn't be a way of life. You should still pick up the phone. You should still talk to people. Online dating is becoming a way of life. People are not like that person you're talking about. They're just depending on online dating, and an app. No, no, it's different because. Approach. Yeah. But think about that person. I, online dating is a crutch? I don't think of that. I think that's a way to touch base and meet somebody. And then... But if you look at it from the eyes of someone who's like young, who's growing up in this world where it's all about texting and online dating, mm-hmm. then their first glimpse of communication with a significant other is through the phone. Yeah. It's comfort, right? Mm-hmm. You start out with a comfort mm-hmm. level and... I mean, most people don't put themselves out there. It takes a lot of strength to be able to go up and just like out of thin air and just try to create yeah. conversation. So when you grew up with something so comforting, but isn't why all- would you go out there and yeah. do more? Now, that's not the right but answer. Wait, but- is online dating about putting yourself out there or just saying, okay, it's I'm willing, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to meet with you. I'm willing to go date you. People. Yeah, exactly. Not, that's, that's where yeah. I'm at. That's my tangent. Like, you don't have to take responsibility. No, you can do you whatever no you want. Accountability anything. You can text three people at once. Yeah, exactly. Like, on yes. online dating? Yeah. yeah. And, so, and that's the other problem with our world is that part of Instagram applications is you're going on okay, a well, dating website and you'd be like, well, I can like this person because they've got a cute book. But I like this girl because she's got a nice pack. I like yeah. this person because they've got a six pack. And it's like, well, what thing do I want? Yeah. And it's like, well, shoot, maybe I should actually talk to the person and get to know the person. Okay. Well, that's really hard over text messaging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I appreciate that. But what I think we're, we're mixing right now is online dating is totally different from the day-to-day use of text messaging mix messaging and um and well, email we're talking about dating yeah. yeah we're talking about dating well but you were pushing me i felt you were pushing me a little bit about i'm text just like messaging. confused do you guys because, get my point like how yeah. can it be so against like texting day-to-day like you're saying you need to be all in person and then but you're like but only dating is fine like that doesn't make sense to me like i'm like that's why i don't like all i think it's Annoying that so many people depend on it. I don't know. I don't think, no, I don't think they should school, depend though. on it. But but I'm just saying to I'm. I feel like you're trying to wrap all this into one thing, and I don't think well, that's because it's all connected. We're just, no, it's well, we're not. Talking about dating I think first. that was the conversation. Okay, that's dating. But I but day to day life, day to day life. I think people have used text messaging incorrectly. 
I think you should pick up the phone. I think you. Sh- I mean, there's not enough time in day. I, I just to call everybody, and everybody has on such different you schedules. You don't have to connect. With them. Need, what if I need to talk? Let what if I need them. a piece of information, and you're at work, and you can't call me back until 7 p.m. So, and I need the information. You now. left me the message, and your job, your job is to say I need this, and then I'm either gonna text you, I cannot do this, or I'm gonna I'm gonna call you back and say because I've heard. I've heard the urgency in your voice. I can't hear that urgency in your voice in a text. I get it. You're talking about like the reason. Like for example, a conversation like between me and Jake during the day, like if I'm at work, if I'm in my office and I have a second, I'll, and he says Mike and I'll go, oh, Jake, what's up? And he'll say like, he'll say say something to me, but then maybe my boss comes and go, hey, I need you to actually help me out. I have that message still sitting there and I can come back at my own convenience and respond to it. If he's calling me on the phone, I can't be like, oh yeah, hold on, let me just put you on the phone. Like, yeah. It, just, it doesn't seem No, like- no, he's calling you, you just don't answer the phone call. And then you right. listen to the phone call and then you call back or you text back to that. But that's, that's so where slow. By, guys, the time you, by the it, time you, you talk to that what? person, but it's a day later. You guys are trying to move life at a life. At, I think like, this is ironic. Speed. That's considering not, the speed you live your life at. This is very ironic. Can, I, can, can, I just, can give another example. <laughs> yeah. My inbox at work, I've been there less than two years. I have 21,000 emails. Mm-hmm. 21,000. Oh, if I took... I love you. If I took 21,000 calls, I would literally murder someone. Yeah. No, but, and I'd be in jail but, right but, now. But that's And different. you're the same, but though, your but, emails at work but are you're, not going to be phone calls. Your phone calls are from people that you're connected with. Your emails at work... Don't compare emails to work with text and phone. Would you messages. not get irritated if every time I needed to ask you something, I called you? Or what? What if every time you need something for me, you call me and I didn't answer? Think, think about when you call me. Yeah, I'm very during irritated the day that you don't answer. Yeah, you get so mad when I don't answer. But no, guess but what? I know I, I, I'm more irritated okay. that I no, I'm not irritated that you don't answer. I'm irritated that you don't respond. What if you're at a? I leave messages all the time. Uh, there's like a million. There's a million things you can say if you're at a Warriors game, right? And somebody. And you want to get a hold of your daughter who's watching the game, you can't call. It's too loud in there. Yeah. You're gonna go, you're gonna walk all the way outside. So now she's not gonna be able to respond no, to you no. for. But you're taking for three isolated a- incidences. And I'm I, not I, taking. I, I, I'm taking like ninety ninety nine percent of life. Yeah. No, I, think I think you're taking isolated. That. But no, in, I don't think we created. It. I think what happened was college. Personally, I feel like it was created when I went to college because I'd be sitting in class and you can't take a phone call, but I can text message you back. Yeah. Right. It's just and, the evolution. And though. that's yeah. my point. Well, it's technology. Yeah, it's just no, it's not technology. It's affecting us greatly. But you got to find a balance because the direction we're going with technology is we are setting ourselves up for misinterpretation, miscommunication, and people being... It, it, it's not a good situation. So... So you have to learn to balance that. It's not a good situation, but I also don't see how it can. It, it like can't just go away. It just can't. Well, it's a choice. Everybody has to make like a when choice. You like a new subject because we keep on going back. And forth. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. We have to make a choice. We gotta have a new subject. You're very quiet. <laughs> We're gonna evolve past communication, anyways. Yeah. Well, I okay. Just really quickly, what's the difference between Bumble and Tinder? <laughs> so Bumble. The spelling. <laughs> yeah. True. That there's that's the first big difference. <laughs> Bumble basically, I mean, you're still swiping. Um, the functionality is the same, but when you match, yeah, the girl has the ha, she can respond. The guy can't respond, so the girl has to respond first. Which in the, the girl has to initiate the yeah. conversation within 24 hours of them matching, or it, or it disappears. Yeah. Oh, 
Now, for someone who's never used, they'd be like, well, that's kind of weird. Why, why, why wouldn't the guy go first? But when you use Tinder, like I guess as a woman, and you get so many just vulgar messages like constantly at you, it probably becomes frustrating. So they flipped it around where it's like, let the girl pick and choose who she wants to talk to so she's not getting inundated with messages. Yeah. So she can get a billion different matches, but there's nothing like bugging her until she's ready to talk. So I think that's what... Mm-hmm. So which one do you like better? I mean, here's the thing. Because Tinder's been around for so long, mm-hmm. it just becomes this big, messy site. At least when I when I used it, it's become a big, messy... Yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone from every age group's using it just to talk. And it's, it's, it's just a, a lot of people just really just screwing around and talking to people and messaging. Where Bumble's, to a degree, it's still free size, so it's not like you're getting these really high-quality matches, but... I've heard it's better people on Bumble. It's better people, yeah, because... And the reason you're getting better people is because of the fact that it's harder to communicate with someone because yeah. the girl has to initiate. Yeah. All the sleaze bag guys that are out there don't want to spend time finding some girl to actually respond to them first, you know? Yeah. So you're going to get better quality with, with a site where there's more restrictions. Yeah. Just like paying sites. It's, you get to pay, so you get better quality people. So I think I think Bumble just has one more restriction than Tinder, yeah. which creates better people. Don't you think it's kind of, I mean, I think it's interesting that it's, like, the problem is that it's all the sleazeball guys <laughs> who are making me, like, that's an interesting... That's, that, that, that was kind of the, the problem, like, when I used online dating is there, there were so many sleazeball guys that you just get... It thrown, fucks it up for people That who you just get thrown in that category, no matter yeah. what. When you match the girl, her first impression of you is just going to be, he's going to be like the rest of them. Yeah. And how are you going to prove it? I mean, you can send her, like, a really witty message, but... Is that really going to convey yeah. who you are as a person? Absolutely not. There's truly no way you can convey that how like how special you are, yeah. how unique you are, and through messaging like that. That's why you, it's really hard to find someone that you can match with because if your only hope is just saying one thing, it's going to catch her eye versus mm-hmm. all those other sleep best guys who can say the same thing because yeah. they just read some really witty pickup line somewhere. Yeah. So then I don't get why people are still using it. I guess. If half because the, it, if it passes time. I mean, how I, I can't... But don't I, I you think remember. it's a better use of your time to, like, not go somewhere where 70% of the people on there, like, it's not real? Do you know what I'm saying? Of course, yeah. It's like, kind of like finding a job. Yeah. <laughs> you got to apply. You got to get the response. <laughs> yeah. You got to get the interview. Yeah. And then make a lasting impression. Yeah. Yeah. But tough. there's a lot more writing <laughs> on a job because yeah. you're well, looking true. for income to survive, whereas... Well, dating for a relationship. What's there to lose? Someone's just gonna unmatch you. Well, yeah, you're maybe. looking for a relationship for your life, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still not as dire as like I need to make money to eat. That's true. Yeah, okay, I have a true. question. That's terrible. Though. <laughs> oh, I'm not but saying you're such a, a cynic, wonder- though. Or, There's two sides of life. <laughs> yeah, but he just said that a job is more important than a relationship. I did I not her- just say that job. Well, was that there's important. more writing well, that's why on I think it. It's fu- fucked up because I don't think people should be looking for relationships the same way they're looking for jobs. Which Kenan's like makes a good point. It is like it's like looking for a job. It's like <laughs> no, and I agree with that. Like, it, I feel like it should be more organic. It should, but like, how? What do you? I guess that's mom's point of that like <laughs> that adventure thing or whatever like because at least it's a bunch of people that want to meet people that are going together on an adventure quote unquote yeah but like i just i don't i don't get how you're gonna create those organic 
moments. You know people what I mean? don't yeah. go out as it's, often as they used yeah. to. Yeah, or they go out and it's at bars, but like and you people know, are more solo. I mean, like okay, I talk about this. I'm like, I'm gonna have a job where I'm not gonna be around anybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like my yeah. job, I'm just gonna be like going to people's houses and having clients. I'm not gonna be around any other people. <laughs> and I work and, with all women, so yeah. And I don't, I don't go out and like part. I'm not gonna go like so. It's I'm like, hard how to am I gonna network meet socially? Yeah, like. Yeah. You know, so it's like we live in a world where it's like you kind of have to do it, but like, you know what I'm saying? I don't like, I don't know how, I don't know. It sucks both ways. <laughs> you got to get into a group that's yeah. already social or. I guess then, yeah, you just have to network. Yeah. But don't you think it's like, I don't know. I was thinking about this, like, can you imagine on your wedding day? Like, I don't know. Or like your grandma being like, oh, how'd you meet your boyfriend? You're like tinder like telling your kids how you met and you're like dating i, I feel like most people say a bar nowadays yeah, so it's not to say that honestly i don't know. like i have a friend who from college and her cousins met her cousin and his spouse met on an online dating website mm-hmm. and then the cousin's brother also met their spouse on an online dating website. i think it's becoming more acceptable it's, yeah, yeah i think it's becoming a lot more acceptable Definitely. yeah and i think though the harm, like the ones that you pay for, are more acceptable. I mean, I think they're all acceptable, but I feel like, you know, the ones that you pay for are the ones that you're like, well, okay, like you all want, you wanted to meet each other, kind of a thing. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. know. I just think it's like scary to. You don't know who that person is. It's more know. scary for a girl than a guy. For <laughs> sure. I think yeah. So. I Absolutely. Mean, and also, like what I was saying before, like the people who are my age who are doing it are not doing it seriously mm. no but then they shouldn't be doing it yeah i know but they like, still are that's messed up yeah. and i don't know i don't i don't i think it's well that's it made it frustrating for someone like me who did like i actually did use it in the beginning to define someone, someone serious yeah. but all i went through was people who were not serious so yeah i hate to come off cynical but when you all you get is that it, it can be frustrating okay. so so what do you think's a better tactic i think from just from experience it might not be the right answer but i think a lot of people who i know that are in relationships have just met people through others and that's mm-hmm. the, that's for me like would be the most ideal way to meet someone Networking. yeah but if you don't have those tools it's not like for example like jake met his girlfriend through a work friend yeah mm-hmm. um, they um they invited christina out to a bar mm-hmm. and that's not me. how it started and <laughs> yeah, not you <laughs> I mean, if, if it wasn't for that, he wouldn't have met Christina. Yeah. He wouldn't have met her on a dating site. And if he didn't meet her on a dating site, what are the odds of it ha- ha- coming about the way it did? Well, it would have, like, the relationship would have started off with a different tone. Yeah. But right off the bat, when she when she met Jake, she already knew that he knew her friend. Mm-hmm. So it's there's somewhat more of a comfort level knowing yeah. that he's not just some random like guy just trying to hit up girls, right? Yeah. So for, for even for myself, like... You know, like when we when we used to go out, me and Jake, we'd go out and we'd go out and have fun, like partying. We try to meet people. Well, he has like a girlfriend now, so I don't typically like have that catalyst to meet that many people anymore yeah. because it's just now we're not going out to like meet people. We're just going out to hang out yeah. with just each other. Yeah. And like if he's out in a bar, I'm not going to go up to a girl by myself and just talk to someone. You know. Yeah. So it's different. So like the value of meeting someone through a friend for me is a lot higher because I don't have that option currently. Yeah. So then, like, I feel like it's like <laughs> you could kind of depend on your friends to <laughs> get you someone. 
you could yeah i mean that's how i like my friends i talk about this we're like our only hope is if like some one yeah. of us has to like get married and then they that person yeah. has to have friends a lot of people hope for that because otherwise i'm not gonna like i don't know it goes back to all these creeps on the internet i don't know you don't know where anyone's from or like their background or i mean the stat used to be that what like 80 percent of people met their husband or wife like before they were age 17 wow because times are slower and people knew each yeah. other and it was a more well and they all community. have the same intentions yeah they're yeah. gonna get married and have kids mm-hmm. yeah and now it's totally exactly. different oh no it's really i don't know this is like depressing <laughs> it's like really depressing it's fun to think about well if you compare <laughs> maybe fun for you <laughs> it's it's yeah you're in a really <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to compare like a dating website how you're saying how am i going to filter through all these these guys or all these girls and who's who has the same intentions you could think about it just as the bar a lot of people go to bars some people just go to drink some people go to meet other people mm-hmm. some people go to play pool yeah well, who do you know really who to meet yeah, it's kind of the same problem. Yeah. That's why it's like, I don't know. I wouldn't go to a bar to meet somebody if I was trying to actually meet someone. And if I were to be the guy to go up to you at the bar and say something, I'd be that, that guy at the bar. Yeah, you know? exactly. And it's all the labels, so. There's a know. there's a lot going against Yeah. someone. Do you think that this Gay situation makes more people subtle now? Absolutely like, not. No? No. Well, you can just go online and see more options but like okay well i think more I people think settle like people more i see my, my friends i see my friends so just like they'll be with somebody like well if i break up this person i'm never gonna meet someone else because the way the world is now so i just need to stay with them i think it's the like i have friends who are like that they're scared to open up i think it's the people that are afraid to settle on but i also think it's the people that are like well if i break up this person there's just another person right around the corner i just go on the dating website yeah, but then you run into the problem of like everyone on dating websites. Yeah, but some people it's don't. Work. Yeah, but some people don't take it like that seriously. Like they just go and they're gonna date. They, you know, oh, this person's cute. Okay, I'll go out on a date with them, and then if they like them, they like them. If they don't, they don't. On to the next person. Yeah. Like you're not looking. You're gonna go on a date. So you're not gonna find the forever at the beginning. Yeah. Some people do, but it's hard to hard to come by. Very hard to come by. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god okay oh my goodness that was a lot we went full circle on yeah the i don't even i don't really think we reached any conclusions but that was okay just a discussion yeah yeah interesting mommy look like you're gonna kill me <laughs> no i'm just i'm just thinking it's kind of interesting i'm old you guys are like young how things have changed yeah things have changed i mean i in my heart do you, heart, do you want to talk into the microphone my heart of hearts, I just feel oh, that. Yeah, yeah, talk regular. <laughs> In my heart of hearts, I just feel oh that what has happened is, I mean, I've just seen this. I've seen it evolve. We've lost the ability to communicate verbally. We're all dependent on, e- at first it was e- it was that I am thing or A-I-M. <laughs> whatever. AOL. And then we went to something else and then it became text and then it, it email's always been in the background but i just feel when you write something you lose the the sentiment and the emotion of what's being sent and a person can write something 
and feel something and the person receiving it, the perception is totally not okay. It's totally different. And I and I've seen that in my own world, in my own life. Well, with but work. we're getting better at it. We have no. emojis now. Well, <laughs> yeah, you got those bitmojis. But it, yeah, yeah, all you do, she only communicates in her bitmojis no, now. But people, so she's, she knows she's like she's trying not to smile. She literally no, only I communicates love my emojis, with but her my problem emojis. is there's been so much intensity with people. I can't even find an emoji to go back at you. So it's like, what do you mean they have okay, the avocado? Now. I have to call you. They have an avocado. Yeah, they just got it. Is that oh. a mean thing? Okay, well, so the other thing is people might age so you have to understand people that are like 50 and older we are not on top of this stuff and you guys are you live and breathe this okay i have a uh, oh god shut up what (laughs) (laughs) one one thing's for sure pam has not lost the ability to communicate verbally yeah you have not because i i truly believe in it and it really bothers me and i'm actually i actually this week okay i actually said to some people at work that if you have anything more than Two two sentences to say to me, and it's not a yes or no, or don't bother texting me, call me. And, oh, but I can't do that. I go, just call me, and you're going to get my voicemail and leave it on the voicemail. Because if I hear you on my voicemail, I understand where you're coming from. My problem is, when you text me, but I don't feel your emotion. Should we find okay, topic? but I also think, I just need to say something, but I also think that, like, I think I understand people's emotions more through text than like maybe your generation. And Does I that disagree. Make sense? I disagree with you because I disagree. I think you're dealing with a lot of different people. You think you are, but I think that. No, I, I think, think like when I'm talking to other people my age, we understand like we can tell. Yeah, but your age, more. but you don't understand me. Yeah, I'm, that's, you misinterpret I, me all the time. But I also think that's a generation thing. Like I think yeah. that. I think that my Jake, well, okay, I'll speak for myself. I think, like, I think I look at it differently than mom does, and then you also look at it differently than I do. Mm-hmm. So right. it's just because it's constantly, because it depends on when you grew up with different technology. And you're only five yeah. years apart. Right. And so that's, to me, the scary thing, especially with dating, because when you go to dating. Three years apart, your interpretation of this texting is different. Mom, let, wait, can you finish the sentence? Uh, that when you're dating, you're, you know, you're dating someone who's probably like in a three year age range. Yeah. And then, but when you think about it, like they grew up with such different technology than probably what you did, depending on where you fall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in that in itself is a huge problem. Yeah. Because of how you're going to communicate. Okay. So let's just close it out. Mom, do you have, what would you like to tell my generation? Do you want to give us advice? Yeah. I think you guys need to talk more. I think you need to. God gave us a voice. Okay. The bottom line is. Yeah. Let's get. Let's leave God out of it. Okay. We were given the ability to speak from birth, and we've we. And I'm not saying technology is bad, but verbal communication is huge. It's very important. It's very important to be able to develop that into. And in the working world, you need to have that because. To go out and be successful, you need to be able to communicate. And you get dependent on this, all this other stuff you guys are doing. And because you do that, you don't learn to communicate. Communication is a learned thing. Mm-hmm. And being and being effective at it is a learned thing. And the more you do the written thing, that's fine for certain things. But it's a business. It's a life. It's a life thing. 
when you have your children, you know, from business to children, when your children come into your life, you're not going to text them. Sally, that's wrong. Sally, don't touch the plug. You know, you got to be able to communicate direct. There's a lot of direct communication that needs to be formed. And if you don't practice that and you get dependent on all this other. Yeah. Okay. What? Okay. You know what? Yeah. It's there's nothing trumps, obviously. It's it's a those guys trumps. Yeah. Trump got a mention here. Uh, yeah, nothing trumps the 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 ability of course the basic of core to face of to face. verbally yeah. communicating yeah. and verbal communication is an emotion emotional and human thing and people and you can say whatever you want but when you verbally communicate the emotion and the human side of you is felt by the per- the receiver and that allows the receiver to respond whether it's a baby a child a coworker mm-hmm. your spouse you know your lover a person you hate whatever and you can you know you can be so mad at somebody or whatever and you can put stuff into a text but the other side of it is if you just picked up the phone and said you know what you messed with me. I'm not okay with that. Mm-hmm. Here's here's the deal. But you don't say that in text. You play all these games, right? I get or it. I let I love what you did to me t- yesterday. You you know, thanks for your support. You could say you could say it in a text, but it doesn't have the same emotion as somebody in a voicemail or just verbally mm-hmm. saying you made me feel great yesterday. God, thank God that you're in my court. No, I think so. I think the best way of communication is through verbal communication, face to face. It's never nothing's going to beat that in terms of getting emotions and your feelings, you know, but we're, we're, communicated. We're but, losing it. But I think it's on our generation to obviously res- respect, you know, how we communicate. And not get carried away with technology yeah. in terms of how I communicate. And, it's and right the, in a fine and line. That's the, you're right. That's the fine line. And what people are losing respect of, you guys can do whatever you want to do socially. But guess what? There's a working rule out there, and then you're going to have children. And you you have got to have emotion and verbal communication with children in the working world. You can't. You don't sit in the office and really text hope so. I'm, I'm not going to text my child. When oh, they're you probably when they're a baby. <laughs> well, guess what? Mm. But the less you talk, the less you verbally communicate, you lose that ability yeah, to communicate. I agree. That's that's the issue that's going on here. You lose the ability to be emotional. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's on our generation to keep face to face communication alive, but also to utilize technology to keep up productivity. But I think that we're fine with face-to-face communication as long as it's positive. Yeah. It's so much easier to send something negative over yeah. a text message. Yeah. And it's, so that's a whole... Yeah, it's the ease of communication. Yeah. And I think that's, to me, a bigger problem. Yeah. People sitting behind their computers. And that's why people go to online dating to communicate. Because and that's how They're scared of being rejected. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Rejection. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I, there's many things I've said over, like, text or through a dating site to a girl that I'd have a hard time saying face-to-face. It'd yeah. just be a challenge. I could do it, but I'd, it's easier to do it the other way. So I think people, that's why people go to online dating. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, see, I guess that's why... See, podcast is good because they're actually verbally communicating. That was intense. Yeah. <laughs> verbally communicating instead of writing this all out for this everybody to read. <laughs> I hope people enjoy this conversation. Yeah, I'm not sure if... a lot of... That just kind of... Yeah, okay. Well... I think does anybody have any closing words or I think we pretty much 
Day in school, kids. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, <laughs> communicate. Kick that horse to death. But okay, yeah. So hopefully you like this. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the show. If you have a question you want us to answer or a topic you want us to talk about, go to actuallyadultshit.com or email us at actuallyadultish at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at actuallyadultish, where we post embarrassing photos of each other, and it's really fun. And leave a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher if you haven't already because it means the world to us. And we will talk to you again next week. Bye.